Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. there for a second didn't i hey good morning welcome it's thursday april 1st on the morning show with preston scott (laughs) we're having so much fun here this morning (laughs) we're gonna persevere though and produce a top-notch radio program for you steve stewart will join us next hour dr steve steverson lots of things to talk about for your four-legged friends uh, we've got uh, we've got a guest from the Heritage Foundation joining us in the third hour, Mike Howell. Mike is an expert on what's going on in the southern border. So we're going to look at it from a couple of different perspectives this morning and spend some time going through that. It is a disaster, an epic disaster, but we must keep things in proper context. And the only thing I know that brings any context to anything is God's word. Now, seriously, I just back up for a second and think about this. The only lens through which the unbelievable, nonsensical nature of our culture makes any sense at all is through the lens of what Scripture tells us. And it is in that it all makes sense. Everything, everything, the big story in the press box revolves around it. Seriously, today's big story revolves around the church. Religion. I personally believe religion gets in the way of Christianity, but that's just me. That's another something else maybe we'll get to. But our verse today, Matthew 26 Verse 26, it begins, now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant. Some manuscripts say new covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Now, there are a couple things here. Weird people think he's saying, this is my blood, drink my blood. No, he's, he's making a comparison. He's, he's creating 
a metaphor. He's saying, look, when you drink of the fruit of the vine, this is representative of what I'm going to do for you. This is my blood. My body, this isn't my body. This bread represents my body. That happened on this night. By tomorrow, midday, he would be crucified. What I want you to get a picture of, because this to me is singularly one of the most moving pieces of scripture that is overlooked by so many. He took a cup and gave thanks. Think about that for just a second. Hours before, he had asked Dad, Hey, Pops, any chance you can do this whole thing another way? Is it, is it possible that I don't have to do this? And in hearing his father speak gently to him, he then said, but not my will, but yours be done. The significance of the thanks is that as I view this, he looked across eternity and looked at you. He saw you. He saw me. He saw all of us in our broken, fallen state. And he gave thanks because what he was about to go through, endure, and do was enough to give us a chance. And it's not by compulsion. It's by grace. You don't have to you get to 10 minutes after the hour thursday april 1st no april fool's jokes on the program i forbid them it's show 44 38 of the morning show with preston scott everything you need truth and entertainment the morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla Never been a big April Fool's prankster, have you? No. You ever done it ever? April Fool's. Uh, Maybe when I was seven, I tried on my brother, like some sort of prank or something, but I don't think it worked. (laughs) Your brother probably figured it out. Probably. Uh, Let's see here. 1789 in New York City, the U.S. House of Representatives holds its first full meeting and elects Frederick Muhlenberg of Pennsylvania as its first speaker. Oh, Fred. The Fredster. Fredermiker. Uh, let's see, 1865, Union troops win a victory at the Battle of Five Forks. Virginia causing Robert E. Lee to tell Jefferson Davis that Petersburg and Richmond must be evacuated. That had to be a tough conversation. Richmond was the capital of the Confederacy. 
1945, we go forward 80 years. American troops begin landing on the island of Okinawa, the largest amphibious assault in the Pacific during World War II. Japanese not happy about that one. That was that was the whole point of Doolittle, Doolittle's raid. Was to just say to Japan, you are touchable. After Pearl Harbor. Boy. We had some very good fortune during World War II. 1954, U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs is established. I had one of my best breakdowns ever in a vehicle right there. I was going to say, an emotional breakdown? Nope, nope. My 69 (laughs) Pontiac Trans Am. Glad you said vehicle. My exceptionally rare vehicle, which now would be worth in excess of $150,000, maybe more. Lost an engine on the way up to Minnesota that summer. Literally. Pontiac dealership in Denver had checked out. I, I was hearing something, and they said, ah, you just got a stuck lifter. And are you sure about that? Because I stayed in Denver like an extra day. And I was driving by myself. <clears throat> 17 years old, 18 maybe. Are you sure about this? 17. Are you sure about that? Yep. Well, it wasn't a lifter. It was uh, it was a rod bearing, and between Lincoln and Omaha, Nebraska, it went that snap, poof, pa. Two months later, I flew back to uh, I think I flew to Omaha, and then rented a car, and uh, my dad rented it for me, and then drove to get my car. That same summer on the way back from Minnesota to Arizona, the place that um, rotated my my tires over-tightened lug nuts on one wheel, and the wheel sheared off. Literally, the whole snapped right at the bolt, boom, jammed into the left rear quarter panel and shot down I-25. Probably at about 75, 80 miles an hour by the time that thing got spun up and and going. Didn't hit another car, unbelievably. This is the road trip from hell that never ended. And so my car snapped down and I got it over to the far right lane. I went through multiple lanes of traffic without getting hit. Slammed the back rear quarter panel, destroyed, and I looked up and there's the Air Force Academy. (laughs) Hey! What's up? Man, talk about bringing a story full circle. Yeah, my dad had a buddy at the Air Force Academy who came and picked me up, and then it was another repair that I had to wait through. 16 minutes after the hour. Ah, the years. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Don't believe me, just watch. UFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. This is crazy! And iHeart's radio station.
22 minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. That's Grant over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. It is sad that we have to chronicle these kinds of stories every single year, and it won't be the only time we do it. As the weather warms up and people head to the beaches to get in the water, as opposed to just, you know, come down from the north and go, wow, look at that, it's the ocean. Which is sort of what the snowbirds do. They come down here, it's warm for them, because they come from the snow. But as the weather warms up, the water warms up, people get in the water. And when people come from the north, too many of them do not know what the flags mean and how serious it is. And so over the weekend, Miramar Beach, 42-year-old married father of three with his three boys and a family friend's son, they get to the beach, and for whatever reason, before the mom and dad said anything or could say anything, the kids are running and going into the water, and it's like... Not going to nitpick all that. I'll just point out that the kids got in trouble because of rip currents. They got in trouble because of rip currents because the Gulf Beach was closed. Double red flags. Red over red means closed. Don't go in. They saw the family friend's son in trouble. So dad raced out there, got in the water, got him, got all the boys out safely, but he drowned. He could not be resuscitated at the hospital. 42 years old, sales exec from Chicago area. Because they didn't know or explain to their children or realize they when they saw the double red flags or maybe they didn't see them but but you check you you make sure you find out what the conditions are all the beaches have flags somewhere unless it's your private beach you check the water conditions but they didn't know to do that and, you know, I, I'm not trying to pile on here. It's, it's, it's a tragedy. They shouldn't have even arrived at the beach in their clo- beach clothes to jump in the water. You go to the beach that day to walk along the beach and to just look out. You don't ever get in. But if you do get in, If you are in a situation just like that, you have to know how to handle a rip current. Rip currents do subside. Now, this this water was bad enough, the beach was closed. This wasn't red, high hazard. This was double red, closed. 
But you have to learn, don't swim against the current. You allow the current to pull you back until it subsides and you swim to the side. Or you swim to the side. You don't swim against it. You swim parallel to the beach until the current is gone. There are YouTube videos. There are clips. There's information on all of this stuff. So let me remind you, double red flag means the beach is closed. Red, high hazard, yellow, medium hazard, green, low hazard. But there's still hazard. And oh, by the way, purple means that you are going to be battling jellyfish, stingrays, dangerous marine life is right there. So just please make sure out-of-town visitors that come to our area and then want to head to the beach know and understand because the weather can change no matter what you think the weather is I don't want to read any more of these stories 27 minutes after the hour come back with a big story in the press box on the morning show with Preston Scott Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Without caffeine, the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Every time I see Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, I think of the expression children should be seen and not heard. <laughs> I just. This is not a surge. What's going on at the border? And again, she's right. It's an invasion. And that's how I would I would respond to her. I, I just... I wish everybody knew the backstory to her. How she got the job. She auditioned. An organization held auditions because they picked a district in New York they felt they could win because of suppressed voter turnout and not anything illicit in the suppression, just people didn't turn out and vote. So they felt like they could do that, and they held cattle call auditions. And, I mean, the stories told by the people that did it and her herself. This is an urban myth. Anyway, it's just, it's, it's cosmically hilarious. She was a bartender, okay? <laughs> Alexandra, you should do this. Like, you would be, like, awesome. 
she's like, oh, you think? Okay. You could put that to like an animation and yes. turn it into a feature-length film and it'd be a comedy just, <laughs> it'd be yes. hilarious. Absolutely. She is a cartoon. All right, the big story in the press box is sobering. And I want you to understand that that this there's a very specific wording in this. It's a Gallup poll that found the percentage of Americans who consider themselves to be a member of a religious organization has dropped below 50% for the first time since the poll was conducted and it's conducted annually since 1937. Gallup poll, based on telephone interviews, just 47% of U.S. adults said they belong to a church, synagogue, or mosque. Number of people turning away from religious groups has been dropping since the turn of the century. From the first poll in 1937 until 1999, roughly 70% of Americans said they were affiliated with a religious group. By 2018, that percentage had dropped 20 points sitting at 50%. While many Americans identify with a specific religion, even if they don't belong to a church, the growing number of people shunning religion altogether is increasing. Over the past 20 years, the percentage of Americans who do not identify with any religion grew from 8% to 21%. This is on us, boomers. I'm not sure the generation that followed boomers. What followed boomers? I can't remember if it's X or Y or whatever. Uh, the silent? I, I can't remember. I'll have to look that up in the break. But it's on us. And so my my challenge here, there's there seems to be a pocket of young people awakening, awakening to some realities about life. But that's for another day. 40 minutes after the hour, there's an implicit challenge in all of this. And we'll talk about that next year in the morning show. News first. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Yeah, boomers and Gen Xers. We're followed by Millennials, Gen Z, and Generation Alpha. We went back to the beginning of the alphabet? It would seem. Or started, uh, we went through, you know, the English alphabet. Now we're going to the Greek. Probably, I don't know. What I know is, this is somewhat predictable. If you read the Bible. It just is. Christianity's not been modeled very well. And so if you want this, it, look, I, I'm going to be replying. I have people that, that almost are, they write me suggesting, time to pick up a musket, isn't it? Time, time to pick up. What do you think happened in 1776? You know what they had to do? And, and my response is simply going to be this. You go to church? Don't talk to me until you go to church. Until you go to church, start living like a Christian. Don't talk to me. 
because really and truly the core of all of this is sin anyway governor brian camp north of us in georgia penned an op-ed because he got fed up with joe biden lying can you believe it man that, that new law, man, they're going to be they're, they're, working people can't vote. They're going to be closing the polls at five o'clock, man. <laughs> Joe. Oh, you just laugh it off, except it's a pretty big deal when the president lies and he's lying. Um, so let me just read from Brian Camp's op-ed on uh, Senate Bill 202 and uh, what the law does. It expands access to early voting statewide by requiring two mandatory Saturdays and allowing local election officials the option of up to two Sundays during early voting. The change applies to all 159 counties in Georgia for the first time, results in hundreds of hours of increased early voting opportunities. SB 202 requires all voters to provide a driver's license or a free state ID card to match and submit an absentee ballot. How about that? This would replace the cumbersome signature match process, thereby significantly streamlining and securing absentee ballot verification. Every Georgia voter must already present some form of voter ID to vote in person. So I'm guessing that it just makes sense that if you're going to get an absentee ballot, you need to do that as well. For the first time, ballot drop boxes, which were not available in Georgia prior to COVID-19, are mandated in every county, listen, while ensuring all drop boxes are secured around the clock. My question, though, is will will they be secured by somebody standing there and checking IDs? That's what I want to know. SB 202 protects polling locations from electioneering by private individuals within 150 feet of the precinct, etc., It also requires local election officials to continue tabulating votes until the counting is complete and mandates the use of security paper to ensure complete authentication of ballots. Now, this is what's interesting is that's what they're doing. They've made it easier to vote. They've expanded the hours, days available to vote. Voting day, 7A to 7P. Early voting can be 7A to 7P, but must be at least 9 to 5. Did you hear me? It can be 7A to 7P, but must be 9 to 5. That's early voting, where there are Saturdays and as needed Sundays available. And oh, by the way, employers have to give time off for voting. So there's zero excuses. The people that whine and complain about this are cheaters that want to keep cheating. Because this limits cheating. More on that in just a moment here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Morning Show with Preston Scott. Yeah, baby. (laughs) On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. So, Democrats, the President of the United States, mainstream media, 
completely falsely stating what the Georgia voting law changes are. Brian Kemp had enough, wrote an op-ed detailing the law, what it does and does not do. But because Trump and the mainstream media parrot the, the constant drivel of lies, it gets bought and taken in. The mainstream media provides the echo chamber. Repeat a lie often enough, people tend to believe it. And so now you have, and it should be noted, Georgia has been winning the movie wars against Florida because Georgia has been giving incentives Florida has not. I understand the arguments. I'm not a big fan of subsidies to businesses. Georgia wants to do that. Cool. Good on them. So Mark Hamill and director James Mangold, who I guess is producing a new Indiana Jones movie, but they didn't use my script suggestion, so it won't be a good movie. At least I doubt it. My movie suggestion was epic. It really was. It was so much better than the rubbish they did the last time. The Crystal Skull. Give me a break. That thing was so bad. So bad. It needs to be Indiana Jones and the Ashes of the Last Red Heifer. It's just, it works. I'm just telling you, it's a biblical storyline. It works. You could have Indiana Jones at his advanced age. Only you put him in the late 50s, early 60s. I'm just telling you. Anyway, so the move is afoot now to boycott Georgia from the Hollywood industry. James Mangold has pushed out. Georgia has been using cash to steal movie jobs from other states. Gee, George, uh, James, what, what's your name? Fred? <laughs> you, you don't complain about that stuff when you're there. Suddenly, Georgia's stealing money from other states. That's how twisted and sick liberals are. They get tax credits in Georgia that other states don't offer. And now Mangold uses that, which benefited him when he's making movies or when his celebrity elite buddies are making movies. It benefits them. And now they slam it. Although I don't think native Georgians are going to complain one bit that Hollywood Californians are going to stop coming to Georgia. <laughs> well, no, but it does hurt the economy because of the jobs that are provided to locals. For example, Fair. Um, yeah. there are production studios based in Georgia that are having a fit, begging him, take it back, stop it. Look, we, we just went to a blue state. No, you didn't. You cheated. Georgia's not a blue state. I hate to break it to you. It's not. It went a little more purple than I would be comfortable with, but it's not a blue state. I guarantee you that. We, and so their, their pushback is, look, we just delivered two Democrat senators. It's an aberration. Trust me, if they can't cheat, they won't win. There's other states that blue as blue can be. Georgia ain't one of them. I'm just breaking the news. So 
the uh, the cattiness continues. But my point is the calls to boycott and all that. See, that's the cancel culture. We don't like you. You're not allowed to do things legal, legally that that benefit people voting. See, that's the thing. They based all this on Joe Biden's lies, not on the truth. Whatever. Steve Stewart on deck on the morning show with Preston Scott. Strong arm the mic into position. He's ready to go. Steve Stewart with me. It's Thursday on the morning show with Preston Scott. No April Fool's jokes around us. Nay, nay. We don't go there. Straight hard-hitting news. Exactly. You just go to TallahasseeReports.com, subscribe, get the paper delivered, and there is a new paper. No, there is, yeah. Out last week. And, you know, we're trying to get uh, a weekly print edition. So we are continuing to get subscribers, advertisers, and... Obviously, the way the legacy media is performing, I, you know, this is a, what I would call a great opportunity. It is amazing, and I wake up every morning just and listening to the some of the the newscasts, and is you've got to get different news sources and then make your decisions because it is so misleading. It's unbelievable. Locally, the economy is showing signs of life despite the mandate, despite all of the hurdles that we face. But I guess part of that is we're in Florida. Correct. That and also, you know, obviously the stimulus has some impact. But if you start, if we look at the state level real quick, they've got um, they have the state revenue estimates of tax revenue have been um, they're going to have another one April 6th. But they just had an update which exceeded what they had predicted, which was good news. So the April 6th one is really going to drive what the budget is going to look like in terms of how much money they'll have to spend. But here locally, we're seeing we talked about the jobs at the end of last year being you know significantly under pre-pandemic numbers. Mm-hmm. So now we've gotten two reports this year, January and February. The way they, the BLS, the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics, does that is they do the updates in March for January and February. And so we're at about 97% of our jobs, uh, people being employed, um, when you compare to the months before the pandemic. Now, what I do is look at different pieces of data to get a convergence because, you know, you you have to have the reliability of the numbers. And if you look at sales tax revenue, which, again, is a measure of economic activity, we're at about 95 percent of where we were before the pandemic. So there's no doubt that the local economy is turning around. The question would be is how much of an impact is this from the the injection of federal money? and, and uh, money because of the pandemic and if that's going to be able to hold. Is there any way to, to, to kind of get a better feel? I would always defer to the sales tax number as being exactly. a little bit better indicator. But is there any way to drill down and find out, you know, about the issue of underemployment versus unemployment? Yeah, you know, you could, again, these are all estimates. And I, know. I, and I it's, yeah, and it, it's really tough. I, you know, when we got into looking at this, it's, these are just really numbers that are plus or minus, I would say 10%, you know, looking at the job numbers. Uh, when you start looking at the employment rate, though, when you look at how Leon County compared to what happened in the state, you can see that we really do have a floor. Um, compared to the state because of the way our industry is stacked here. When I say industry, I'm talking about healthcare, universities, and government. Yeah, because stable as can be. There's Our unemployment rate went to a certain rate and stopped, and then the states continued to fall because of its, because of its reliance on tourism and yeah. hospitality. And so that's a really good thing. So, But, you know, in terms of underemployment, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see 
um, given the changes in the way people are working, working from home and things like that, how that's going to affect the bottom line employment number down the road. There are also some indicators locally, specifically locally, of things picking back up and ironically through demolition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the poor Market Square shopping center there. They've yeah. got all the shops on Timberlane from the old days, right? Yeah. So that the start and stop there has been uh, amazing. The you know the pandemic came right after they announced their big uh, redevelopment with a movie theater, which obviously is not a good idea at this point. That has been on hold, but you know the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott, yep. which is is open. Mm-hmm. They they demolished some buildings and they got a, they got one building open with stores doing business. Yep. Uh, there's one building that's been remodeled that is waiting, but the other building just was sitting there. Everything was on hold, as you could tell, but they have started demolishing that. Is that that's where Connie's Hams was, Kicho, Southern Seafood, the old location. So yep. the seafood has moved now. So they have started to tear that down. So that is so there's some movement there. If you look up Thomasville Road, there's a lot of cut-in properties off of Thomasville Road, five to ten acres that have been cleared. Uh, the concern is the price of housing. I mean, there's a front-page Wall Street Journal article about the the rise in the cost of housing is, you know, at a 15-year high, and we're seeing that here also. Um, again, we talked last time that that's more driven by supply than it is speculation, like in 2008. So, anyway, I'm I'm excited about the numbers. We'll see if it's sustainable. Steve Stewart with me. We'll be back in just a moment. Quick check of weather and traffic here on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right five minutes and he'll give you something to talk about the morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla sleuthing around steve stewart with me this morning here on the uh, on the morning show um okay the local economy things are improving but there's a development with nikki freed but let's do the backstory there yeah this again, I think, comes back to the what you're getting when you look at the 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 main the legacy media reports. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been all DeSantis. We do have a Democrat who's a statewide elected official, and that's Nikki Freed. I think she warrants some coverage. We got a tip a while back on um, her fiance, who she is uh, sharing a home with in Northeast Tallahassee. Was the CEO of Satera, which is a very successful medical marijuana company. When she got elected to agriculture commissioner, he resigned as CEO. Obviously still had an interest in the company, but the whole 
idea was, you know, she ran on legalizing marijuana. She's a big proponent of marijuana. She's a former marijuana lobbyist uh, right. in the state legislature. So it was to sort of step down as CEO to manage any conflicts. And so what we've gotten, we had a tip uh, a couple months ago about him opening up a cannabis company. Right. Uh, when we followed, and it's a 1,500-word story on Talos Reports showing all the documents. But the interesting point with this is she, he was going into business with some people that had connections to Nikki Freed. One was a lawyer that she appointed to one of these boards on medical marijuana that she started. Uh, the other one was her father, um, who he uh, was a founder of this company called Iconoclast Feach, uh, Ventures. And so we thought that was noteworthy. You got an elected official pushing for something that now it looks like her family and friends are benefiting from. Nothing. Crickets. Uh, what happened then was one of the lawyers, the one that was appointed to the Medical Marijuana Committee, decided to have his name removed from one of the LLCs. Um, so we wrote a story about that. Again, nothing uh, in the state media. Now, um, over the weekend, we got a tip that uh, Mr. Bergman was served with a lawsuit. Um, and you got to understand this. People don't serve lawsuits uh, or companies don't serve lawsuits to people like this until they get to their breaking point because it's, it can really be bad PR depending on – I mean, Nikki Free could be governor, right? right? It's also costly. <laughs> yeah, it's costly. But what this verified was that, yes, this Iconoclast, Iconoclast Ventures is a going concern um, because they had hired a marketing company, a PR company, to develop their brand and set up meetings. And they were paying them $12,500 a month. And so they paid them for a few months, and then they stopped paying them and said they were going to pay them. And so it got into uh, basically a situation where they weren't paying. And so there's a pretty nasty lawsuit that was served. Actually, Nikki Free took the paperwork because, uh, because it was served to the home where Mr. Bergman lives. So now you've got this cannabis company, um, you know, in this legal matter, which uh, her father is also involved and mentioned in the lawsuit. Again, there's two issues here. First of all, the conflict of interest of a statewide elected official. Right. Okay. The second part is nobody's covering it, but Talos reports. And so those are the two things, and I think it's uh, it's going to eventually get covered because I think eventually it's going to reach a point, especially with this lawsuit. I think where it has to be covered. It has to be covered. I mean, it's in now. Now there is a you know a legal instrument that is documenting that her father's involved with this company, and you know, and actually uh, is being sued. And so we'll have to see where it goes. Steve, shouldn't this be on the radar of the Florida Commission of Ethi on Ethics? Well, I mean, again, you know, we know we have a history. Just to at least look at to it. To look at it. But I think it's more, again, what we've gotten to now with this. I mean, you look at what they're doing on with DeSantis on this vaccine, saying that he, you know, gave vaccine access to people for campaign money. I mean, listen, there, there that is a story. There's another, there, I mean, and, you know, the legacy media, which, you know, and it doesn't matter stories. how often he says you've lost your mind. Well, there's there's even no there's no connection. I mean, you, you know, in terms of no emails, nothing. Him asking people to do this, but this story just keeps going, and there's nobody. The Commission on Ethics obviously is not looking at it. The story about Nikki Freed definitely warrants the question, Miss. There's paperwork. Do you, you know? Does your family have an interest in the cannabis industry that you're pushing? <laughs> I mean, I, that is a... And that you oversee as the commissioner of agriculture. It's it's unbelievable. But I think it goes to tell you how bad and how biased um, the media, especially the print media in Florida is. And listen, it's right here with the Tallahassee Democrat. They get these wire reports and they're using stories from other newspapers now. And they're publishing the same stuff. And they're not, they're not doing it in a balanced way. And it, it is 
very frustrating. More to talk about with Steve Stewart next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. WFLA at WFLAFM.com on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos and iHeart's radio station. Final segment with Steve Stewart of Tallahassee Reports, the website TallahasseeReports.com. You uh, you probably caught a little bit on your way in. We were talking about Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, petting an op-ed trying to clarify what Georgia's doing because of the president's misrepresentation, Congress's misrepresentation, and more importantly, the mainstream media echo chamber misrepresentation. Well, again, this is sort of a, you know, just keep the continuing discussion about the media. And I think what, you know, obviously they figured out that they just try to divide people. We're just trying to divide people in these camps. They want you know, the cancel culture is part of that, and you just want people to be. They want people to be fighting with each other. They don't mm-hmm. want any kind of compromise. And this, the voting regulations, the voting laws that are being changed around in different states, you know, is is an area f- to promote more division instead of looking at you know uh, sensible. Um, changes because we had a pandemic we changed some rules uh that you can argue that that's over but there was definitely some changes and now what they're doing is what they've learned from that is they're changing these rules because first on voter integrity and also they're providing more access and what you'll never hear anybody say is that in georgia which has already passed the law they're working on an election law here in florida in georgia in the law they are keeping drop boxes Georgia never had drop boxes before the pandemic. They right. were they were instituted because of a public health concern. Okay, and so there were some security issues in Georgia. They were they were open twenty four hours. They were put in a lot of different areas in Fulton County. They were not manned. They didn't do it smartly, but they did it right. And the law in Georgia is it, it does not allow ballot harvesting. But the way that those drop boxes were put out, I mean, it would have facilitated it. Can you prove it? Pretty difficult now, right? So you really got to do that on the front end. But my point is this, is that Georgia now is including drop boxes in elections in the future, which that is actually expanding how people can vote. Now, uh, yes, they are saying that they're going to have to be manned. They're going to have to be more secure. I want somebody to tell me that they're against securing drop boxes um, and go on the record for that. Instead of just coming out like Mayor John Daly did um, and another city commissioner talking about how these bills are just doing nothing but uh, encouraging voter suppression. Now, are there parts of the bills that that raise some questions? Sure, but talk about them. For example, in Florida, the thing, the same issue with drop boxes in Florida, they're going to have them, um, but they're going to be secure. They're not going to be open 24 hours, um, and people can drop them off without touching anybody or seeing anyone, but you're going to have to have ID. And so that is securing votes um but you know the other thing about you know requiring people to sign up for absentee ballots every two years instead of every four years i mean we can debate that is that you know that's going to cost more money is it really a big issue but just to blanket say that this is voter suppression i think puts the mayor here in the same camp with people that aren't looking at this bill um from a from an eye of look we want we want people to have the you know the right to vote and we want more people voting but we also want elections that have integrity and 
again, we got to start locally, but they are starting to, again, facilitate this national narrative. As I had talked to you about, uh, Allison Tant, our uh, district representative here in the House and who is a Democrat, we've got an interview with her coming up that'll be on Taos Reports. She was, again, supported by uh, drop boxes, but secure drop boxes. And she agreed with what was in the legislation on the drop boxes. Now, she disagrees with the requesting absentee, and she has some concerns, uh, privacy concerns about how they do the signature matching and how they're going to do that with absentees, which can be talked about. But again, I was refreshed by her because she didn't just come in and say, oh, this is just all voter suppression, and that's the goal. And so we've got to get to the point that where we can talk about these things and Local officials aren't helping out when they're when they're, you know, getting on the bandwagon that's been being promoted by the president all the way down. Well, in Georgia, they are trying to do their best to secure it not just on the back end but on the front end. That you have to show either a driver's license or a a citizen an ID card that you are a legal resident of Georgia to get the ballot to begin with. Yeah, and the problem, the thing that has changed is all the money now that is involved. And we had the Mark Zuckerberg nonprofit that put in. Four hundred million dollars yep. went into these, went into these supervisor of elections and used this money um, for voter outreach, and so that is what they're trying to reel in. And um, again, I don't think anybody would argue that people uh, with a political bias should be giving money to elect supervisor of elections to decide or to help figure out how they're going to run elections. That's just not... I mean, imagine if the Koch brothers were doing that in conservative districts. Well, you know the answer to that. Yes. So, anyway, um, I just hope that we can start to have this discussion about the, you know, the merits of this instead of the, oh, this is voter suppression. And holding a press conference. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Steve. Talk to you next Thursday. Thank you, Preston. All right. Remember, folks, get the paper. Make sure that you get the, the delivered version as well as the online digital. Subscribe, though. Go to TallahasseeReports.com. Sense of sensibility. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Dr. Steve Severson, just a few minutes. Um, a little email exchange here with a listener. Good guy. Just one of the guys that writes me wants to pick up a musket all the time and thinks that we need to just go to war as a country. And uh, it's just silliness. It's absolute silliness. So I just asked, do you go to church? No. The reply was, Joe and Nancy go to church and believe in abortion. Yeah, well, what's your point? So what? The problem we're facing in our country is sin. It is people not being authentic in their Christian faith and living it out properly, demonstrating it. I assure you, the founders, you read their, you know, the University of Houston did a study of the founders, those who, who were the architects of our nation. And they found in a 15-year, I think it was a 15-year window prior to and after the formation of our country, that in over 90% of their personal correspondence, Scripture was quoted. 
So what does that mean, Preston? It means that their faith was an active part of their life and it guided them in their choices. And I'm sorry for all of you that are that that feel like you got to pick up a gun and go do something about what's going on in our country today and we just need to have a revolution. I'm sorry. I'm not there with you. Because you're not on your knees praying first. Too many of you are godless. And I'm speaking to a lot of people that are sitting in churches. The point made by the gentleman. What about Nancy and Joe? Exactly. Going to church, but having allowing it to have no impact on their life. Don't think I'm following you into battle if you aren't hearing from God. It's pride. You're living in pride. If my people humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, that's you and me. This is, this is a living example of the plank in your own eye while you're picking out a speck in the other guy's eye. There are, there are, there's lots of things to talk about with what liberals and Democrats are doing. And what I'm pointing out is, and, and the big story in the press box is that for the first time since the poll began, in 1937, a majority of Americans don't claim any affiliation to a religious group, a church, a synagogue, a mosque in America. Below 50% for the first time ever. You don't connect the dots to that? And look at the country and don't see a problem? So please... I love you people, but don't come at me with, we got to pick up a gun until you go and get on your knees. It's annoying because it's foolishness. It's the foolishness of pride that you think we can solve this without the help of God. So many of the issues we're facing are matters of the heart. Matters of the heart are not dealt with by man. So until you humble yourself and seek God, don't lecture me. Sorry, I'm off my my soapbox here, 40 minutes after. Known as Mr. Know-It-All. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Go ahead, take a shout out and uh, shoot me a note. Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Preston at iHeartRadio.com. <laughs> Time to talk about our four-legged friends. We haven't done it in a few weeks because we got interrupted by me. <laughs> Took some time off. And so uh, joining us is Dr. Steve Steverson in our Pause for Thought segment. He is from the Bradfordville Animal Hospital. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, Preston, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, just one of, we, we, we last time talked about, I, I still kind of smile when I say it because I hypertension with cats because it's just such an yep. unusual topic. But this yep. time we're going to talk about our dogs and mm-hmm. different ways to exercise our dog. Is it enough to just go for a walk with your dog? 
you know, press if you go out and go for your your power walk and take your dog with you, that's great exercise for your dog, just like it is for you. Um, and that does help keep them in shape and keep their weight under control. Um, not quite the mental stimulation we want to give our dog. If we want to have a, a healthy, happy dog, um, it's a good idea to take. This is a great opportunity. You can uh, uh, slow down at some point during your walk, before your walk, or after your walk, or in the middle, just whenever. Um, and let your dog be a dog. Let them go around and sniff and explore the area. Um, you know, if we keep tugging and pulling on the leash and trying to keep them moving with us, um, they want to stop and sniff the ground. And see Boy, do they. Sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's a good idea to let them do that. I mean, not every time. You know, you have to get your walk in as well, but you do want to, at some point, a lot of times when you get through with your little power walk and you want to cool down, that's the time to let your dog sniff and explore. Um, let them use their nose, which they have this tremendous nose that they're given. Um, let them use it. Um, that gives them a lot of mental stimulation. It'll make for a much healthier uh, and a much happier dog as well. Dr. Severson, let me ask you, though, to, before we even get into, the, into more depth about walking, which may take us into another segment someday, um, if you've got a dog, and we've talked about obesity in pets, if you've got a dog that's overweight, do you need to be mindful of that as you begin the regimen of walking with them? Oh, absolutely. Um, if they're overweight and they haven't walked much with you before, you definitely have to start out slow. Okay. You can't, you can't take off and take them on a three-mile jog with you on day number one. Um, and uh, getting them to slim down, letting them burn some calories with you on a, a nice walk uh, as far as they can manage um, and every dog is different. You have to watch your dog to see how far they're able to go on that first first trip around the neighborhood. Uh, and then from there, you can just expand it. And you'll maybe go increase it maybe 10% every couple of days. Um, and pretty quickly, you can have them up to where they're going as far as you go or if as far as you want to go. What about the leashes that are out there? You see a lot of people with those retractable leashes that can go 25, 30 feet. You've got other people on these tight leashes that only are a few feet long. So uh, not a fan of the, of the retractable leashes unless you know how to use them, Preston. Pretty much you need your dog on a good 6-foot, 8-foot leash is what you want to walk them with because you have control of, of them. Um, you'll see people that have a dog on a retractable leash and they don't know how to use the leash properly and the dog's at the very end of the leash, you know, 20 feet out there, um, and they can't control their dog and who their dog greets and meets and comes in contact with if they're out that far. Um, so a good 6-foot leash is what you really want to use when you're walking your dog. We're going to pick up next time on this because there's a lot more I want to get to as far as stimulating our dogs when we take them for a walk. But, uh, Dr. Steverson, thanks for broaching the topic. Good, good way to start out, and uh, we'll talk again in a couple weeks. Sounds good, Preston. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Dr. Steve Steverson with us this morning. And, again, because our pets are mirroring us and because we might be a little fluffy, our pets are a little fluffy a lot. So don't just jump out there with your dog. Like if you've been getting healthier, don't think your dog's ready for that if they haven't been doing it with you. Okay, so start gradual. Pay attention to the advice here of Dr. Steverson. You'll have a happier pet. 46 minutes after the hour. More to come, including only in New York. Next on The Morning Show. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. 
This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. ...than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on WFLA. I don't know if you've seen the story of the uh, New York City, the Asian woman that was on her way to church on Monday about 11 in the morning, encounters this dude, and this dude just beats her up. Beats, I mean, this big 38-year-old man, ironically named Brandon Elliott because I have a, I have a brother-in-law with that name, but it ain't him. My brother-in-law lives in Ohio, and he's dying right now because of... Wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this guy attacks a 65-year-old woman because she's Asian. It, this is this is a, a racially-based, ethnic-based crime. Um, sadly, a doorman from a hotel, condo, or whatever just closed the door, did nothing to intervene. But this guy was on parole, having served 16 years for killing his mother. This guy killed his mom, stabbing her in the chest three times in 2002. He had robbed her and choked her two years earlier. He stabbed and killed her in front of his little sister, who was five years old at the time. This guy was sentenced to 15 years to life, served 16. He should be going immediately back to prison and hopefully will serve out the rest of a life term. But I wrote in my rundown, only in New York, or is it only in New York? See, it'd be easy to jump on and say, well, that only happens in New York. But see, I don't think so. I think that happens all the time. I'm sorry. I'm not not buying a murder charge that should carry anything less than a mandatory, very lengthy term. Stabbing your mother? At what point is that somehow second-degree murder? I I don't get it. But he pled, and so they, and I guess he fooled him. He clearly has has anger issues. But he was living in a hotel as part of a homeless program where they were putting him in hotels. Sad. I wanted you to get, uh, Grant, I wanted you to weigh in on this. You know, I, I was a little passionate in my uh, my monologue at the bottom of the hour here. The historical context of the framers and what drove them to saying, okay, enough. 
Yeah. The final straw for the founders, when it comes to rebelling against a tyrannical government, and the context was, you know, the, the kind of crowd on the right that is ready to pick up a musket, pick up the rifle, and just fix the problem as they see it. The founders took the approach of petition, petition, the olive, literally the olive branch petition, finding peaceful alternatives to restoring the rights of natural-born Englishmen, any possible method, literally anything possible to, to negotiate and talk with the crown, talk with parliament. And it wasn't until they were fired upon by the king's soldiers that they had this, they, they kind of bowed up with this righteous indignation and said, enough is enough. We are restoring our rights by ourselves because the king and the king's parliament will no longer recognize it. That they were, they were responding. They were not instigating. There would be many that would look at today and say, well, that's what we're doing. We're responding. We're not there yet, folks. We're not. Now, if they start knocking on doors to take guns... That is that is a Lexington and Concord type moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. 56 minutes after the hour. Make way for news. National, local, little weather, little traffic. Come back. Mike Howell joins us from Heritage. What you better know about what's going on on the southern border. Next on the morning show at Preston Scott. After the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott, before we get going here, a lot of your phones might have just lit up with an amber alert, and uh, Columbia County Sheriff's Office has released an amber alert, and uh, a couple of parents that have abducted their children. There's likely a reason why the children were not with the parents, and so they're asking for your help, and because they were abducted from Lake City... Tallahassee, the I-10 corridor, which we blanket. Uh, This show covers the Big Bend through the Panhandle, almost its entirety. And then, of course, on iHeartRadio throughout the entire nation. But uh, just want to push this out. They're looking for a silver Dodge Stratus with a Florida license plate. ISO or 08VN. Uh, ISO 8VN. It'll be two children with uh, two young people, their parents. Uh, if you have any information, contact FDLE at 1-888-356-4774 or the Columbia County Sheriff's Office at 386-752-7015. All right. Okay. We now move to uh, Mike Howe with the Heritage Foundation. Mike is uh, following what's going on on our southern border. He serves in the Heritage Foundation as Senior Advisor on Government Relations. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, doing well. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. What would be the best way to kind of explain the gravity of what's happening on the south? Is it kind of a before and after type thing with with the Biden administration um or how would you do it look it's a it's a premeditated disaster uh nothing here is an accident and you're going to learn more 
in the coming weeks, uh, we're doing a lot of work, and, and there's people in Congress doing great work to show that everything that happened, everything that was rolled back, the Biden administration was warned specifically as to what would happen. Uh, and they did this knowingly. They, they undid a host of Trump enforcement measures, ranging from uh, the wall. I mean, they stopped building wall in areas where, believe it or not, uh, there's wide open areas between the you know, fencing wall and where gates should be. And so there's just a big hole in the wall. Uh, they stopped putting the technology on the wall. So in a couple areas, it's like just add on the camera and the sensors. Refused to do even that because that would be too much of a political gift to Trump. Um, and, you know, just leaving holes in the ground and uh, just CC construction. So that's one thing. They shut down ICE. President Biden told everyone south of the border that we're shutting down the law enforcement agency that would remove you. Uh, we ended the Remain in Mexico program, whereby people wouldn't just be led into the interior to await their court date, which, by the way, they never show up for. Uh, and so all of these things, and we could go on and on and on, uh, send a message loud and clear south the border that the U.S. is, you know, borders wide open. The, the illegal migrants themselves understand that. They're a lot smarter than people give them credit for, and they follow political trends in the U.S., the cartels understand that, and, and the NGOs, non-governmental organizations, which organize caravans and push migrants, definitely get it. And so all these things were so predictable. The, the Biden transition team developed their best and brightest experts to really looking at every last thing, and reams of paper have been written on this, books, novels, encyclopedias, of all of the Trump regulations and actions and how to methodically go about undoing them. They brought in the, you know, LeBron James of the regulatory world on the left, a guy named Cass Sunstein, uh, who's you know, typically a White House, you know, official who, who was in charge of all the craziest Obama regulations they rolled out. They brought him in to undo everything. That's how important this stuff is to him. Uh, and he's sitting at DHS looking how to undo everything. Uh, and so that's exactly what they did. You know, they, they came to this with a religious fervor that Trump was so evil and so wrong. Everything he did must go. And uh, so they, they lost sight of, of what was actually going to happen. And, and now we have chaos on the border. And, you know, I'll go a step further. I don't think that this is all terrible news for them. The only thing they don't like about this border crisis, which is absolutely historic, it is going to be the worst in decades, maybe the worst ever, is they don't like that they can't get people into the interior faster. There's still a couple hiccups for them where people have to, you know, illegal aliens have to wait in these holding facilities. That's a bad camera visual for them. They don't like that part. Mike, I gotta gotta cut you off right there. We gotta take a break for weather and traffic. Come right back. Two more segments with Mike Howell from the Heritage Foundation. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash 
on the right. That's for Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott. And I live in a van down by the river. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. Just a little snapshot of the resume here. My guest, Mike Howell, joined Heritage Foundation from the Department of Homeland Security Office of General Counsel. It's got a little chops when it comes to this stuff. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying Mike here knows his biz. Mike, I, I, I'm going to say something I thought I would never say. I actually agree with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she says this is not a surge at the border. She's right. It's an invasion. Mm. You know, it's hard to disagree with you. You know, there's a lot of people uh, in Mexican politics and, and from Mexico who view what's happening over the you know last few decades as what is called a reconquista, you know, revenge for the uh, Mexican-American War, whereby this you know massive amount of, of people flowing across the border and taking political influence over the Southwest is basically making even on on things that historically have happened. Mexican political leaders have said so much. Their embassies view people in this country as Mexican citizens within the U.S. They assert political influence that way. I mean, we talked about Russian influences all the time last four years. Russia, Russia, Russia. I want to know, how is it okay that we have illegal aliens as a, as a huge political uh, block in this country? They march on our capital. They control a lot of our lawmakers. They're driving the Biden open borders agenda and the ones, you know, making demands for mass amnesty. It is crazy. It is sovereignty stolen. It is it is a completely conscious decision by the left to do all this. They think it helps them politically. Uh, but really what it is, it's, it's just watering our country down and giving away our our liberties and freedoms and, and you know, sovereignty you know, as, as a nation, and giving it away. It's, it's a terrible thing that's happened to our country. Mike, there are some Democrats, not many, but there are some that are almost as concerned as many conservatives are about what's happening on the southern border. But the mainstream media marginalizes them and all but ignores them. Are Do they have any voice inside their own caucus? Well, there are a couple. We've got to keep in mind that Nancy Pelosi's margin is razor thin in the House right now. So there are a few House Democrats that do have, you know, a little bit of sway. And they're just going as far to recognize reality that's staring them in the face. And there are a couple border Democrats. Uh, Rep Cuellar down there is, is, is at least willing to call it a crisis. Uh, and he understands one thing that the media is, is lying to all of us about. The media and the Biden administration and Jen Psaki and uh, whoever else is on the microphone, Alejandro Mayorkas at the Homeland Security Department, they want you to believe, and most people on the street, if you ask them, this will be their understanding, that this crisis is predominantly one of young children. I'm talking, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, little kids. It is not. 75% of the people coming are 16, 17-year-old men, okay? Uh, they may be below the minor age in the U.S., but they're, they're men in, in Central America, and they're coming here to work. They're coming here with a place already set up for them. They have a bank account already set up in their name so the cartels can make sure they get their money. Uh, many of them have gang affiliations. They're showing up with gang tattoos. The Obama administration knowingly lent in tons that we knew were parts of gangs. 
this is how they take advantage of it. This isn't a crisis of small children. It's a crisis of working age males going coming in through this this program. It's it's a terrible abuse of our system. The smugglers and the cartels know it, and this is the greatest business season for them ever. Because Biden has basically said one area where no questions asked, we'll take you wherever you want to go in the interior. I called Amazon Prime. You show up, they'll free ship you two days and it's free. Uh, it is, you know, this under 18 category. And so this is what the cartels are doing. You know, if you're an under 18, uh, you know, wanting to get in, we'll get you there. They'll take you. Wow. Mike, stand by. We're going to pick up right there. Take a big, big brief break and be right back. 16 minutes after the hour. Mike Howell with me. He is Senior Advisor in Government Relations for the Heritage Foundation, and we are talking about the southern border crisis, not surge, invasion, on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. UFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And free. And iHeart's radio station. Twenty-one minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott, we've spent a lot of time in the last few weeks, after not really having to deal with it a whole lot in the last few years of the Trump administration. Of course, early on, it was a massive deal that President Trump had to deal with, and that was the the problem on the southern border. And he pressured Mexico and got things slowed down. All of a sudden, it exploded. Why? Because Joe Biden took over, signed a bunch of executive orders, redid everything. And as our guest, Mike Howell from the Heritage Foundation points out, they can't allow any of Trump policies uh, to stand because it it then is a backhanded uh, congratulations on a good idea. They won't do that. So let me ask you this, Mike. Is this part of a larger strategy, which I personally believe it is, to help collapse America's economy? I, I absolutely believe so. I think it's a little bit more in a uh, political uh, vein there. I think a lot there's certainly people who win in the economic terms, although there's a lot more losers. The super rich, uh, the people with gardeners win, the people who uh, employ a lot of cheap labor, they win. Uh, it hurts the poorest amongst us uh, that has that economic impact. But what's driving the political left mostly, I believe, and this is proven by their actions and their promises, is that they think this is a, a political windfall for them. They think that by flooding the country with illegal aliens and then turning around and giving them full amnesty and forgiveness of consequences and the right to vote, they see that in their projections as turning, you know, Texas, Florida, Georgia, you know, these big swing states that are, you know, traditionally red, blue. Yep. They, they think it means permanent political control. You combine this with everything else they're doing, whether it's the voting rights stuff, uh, I don't even call it voting rights. It's getting rid of any reasonable voting restrictions whatsoever. Voter integrity matters. You know, things as simple as showing an ID or actually having to show up to vote. They want everyone to vote by home, no checks whatsoever. Uh, there's a reason why they're doing that at the same time the country's being flooded with illegal aliens. Uh, you look at their efforts to pack the Senate by adding new states. They only want to do that because they, they'll get them senators. Look at how they want to pack the Supreme Court. Uh, just to put on permanent, you know, political control so they have all Democrats, you know, on the majority. This is all the whole approach where they're seeking to really institutionalize. Uh, they'll say, some will say multi-generational, I'll say permanent 
political control. Because uh, I, I don't think, you know, every single legal alien once given amnesty will vote their way. I, I don't. But I do think that it's a huge, you know, instant political windfall for them when you enroll them in big government programs or in the business of just sending people checks now uh, and keep them on the government, you know, dependency welfare role, because by and large these people are very poor. Uh, and so they'll enroll them in all the programs, blow up the size of government, and create people politically dependent on the Democratic Party. That's their game plan. It's, it's, it's an anti-American game plan. It, is, it does not help the people here whatsoever. And the people here don't want it. We poll on this question all the time. People want uh, you know, control of the borders. We are a very, very generous country. Even with a secure border, we're still more generous than any other country in the history of the world when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, but it's not enough for them. They, they want full control, and they want it forever, and they want it now. It's interesting because when I make that contention that the Democrats are merely creating yet a more strengthened victim class inside the American borders with these illegal immigrants and, and the conflation of the terms, illegal immigration with immigration annoys me to no end. But there's a pushback on that. But, but Mike, the evidence is overwhelming. Oh, yes. If you were to show up in Congress tomorrow and say, hey, Democrats, left, I will give you what you want under one condition. These people will never have the right to vote, and their children born in the U.S. won't either. Everything is off the table. That is the one linchpin of everything they're trying to do. Uh, that tells you all you need to know. I mean, it's why they're really trying to do it. It's, they, they've been quoted in bragging as such, but if you really like want to test the proposition – you know, some senator could just say, all right, we'll give you what you want, but no one can vote. Game over. It's Of course it's what they want. Mike, thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it. We could talk a very long time about this issue, but I appreciate you prying a little bit loose for me. Hey, you got it. Good being with you. Thank you, sir. Mike Howell with us with the Heritage Foundation. And again, his, uh, his credentials, pretty strong. He... Uh, came to Heritage in 2018. He was with the Department of Homeland Security Office of General Counsel, where he was the chief legal point of contact for the department's 3,000 lawyer office for all congressional oversight and investigations. And um, yeah, Homeland Security, folks, that was his specialty, still is, only from a policy perspective now. I keep trying to tell you, this is the recipe of the left. 27 minutes after the hour. Come back. Reset the big story in the press box, minus the monologue and the lecture. And we'll get to a breaking story in Georgia as it relates to election law as Biden continues to lie. Yes, he is a liar. Quote me on that. It's the morning show. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash 
on the right. That's for Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. When you thought you were right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. So, something to think about. And and look, I'm getting probably the ratio is probably 100 to 1. Notes, texts, sentiments all supporting the notion that the issue we face in our country at its core is sin. And that doing anything other than praying and acting like and being a believer, a Christian, You know, I I don't know that the quote is accurate. I don't know that. But it is said that Mohandas Gandhi once said, of all the world's religions, Christianity held the most appeal if I'd only seen one. Now, again, I don't know the accuracy of it, but the sentiment, I get it. He said something uh, to that effect of, I think the quote was, I like your Christ, but he didn't necessarily like the Christians it's it's a sentiment that carries through to today it's it's becoming more and more difficult to find anybody that really tries to live it out and again this isn't about perfection but the Gallup poll that is the big story in the press box is for the first time since the poll has been taken in 1937 Gallup started this polling Religious affiliation. At the time, 70% of the country was affiliated to a religious organization. Most of those Christian churches. Some synagogues, a handful of mosques. Today, that number's below 50% for the first time. And those claiming to be atheists, which by the way, there is no such thing. They believe in the religion of self humanism worshiping man you worship somebody everybody does and everybody has faith it's where you place it i can take any atheist and i can prove to them every single one of them they live by faith every single day and i've never been i've never been wrong i mean i mean i've had this discussion and i've never ever confronted an atheist who didn't end up agreeing with me that in fact they do live by faith so understanding that we all live by faith it's where you place that faith but you cannot possibly disconnect the moral decline of our country with the declining involvement in church You can't disconnect those things. And as a result, you cannot disconnect the moral decline in our country as a result of the decline of attendance and belief and adherence to biblical ideals. You cannot disconnect those things from what we see. We see symptoms of the problem. The symptoms are everywhere. The symptoms are people like elected leaders that are self-serving liars 
Not all of them, but way too many of them. Are they an anomaly? No, they are a reflection of America. We elect who we are. You drop a seed in the ground that is meant to grow tomatoes. It's not going to grow a lemon tree. Seed produces of its own kind. We are represented by who we elect. Look at what's going on. More on that in a moment, only we'll connect it to a story now in the press box next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Someone has to say it. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. couple times in the show today we've talked about georgia and georgia election law and the need by governor brian kemp to correct joe biden and the mainstream media of course the mainstream media is not having any of it and joe biden continues to lie and see i can say things like that and know that i'm very safe in my accusation because i can prove joe biden is lying And that's why I'm never going to face a defamation lawsuit by Joe Biden or others that I make such accusations of because I can prove it. He's not ill-informed. He's lying. He continues to repeat the edict that the new Georgia election law prevents people from voting after 5 o'clock. That's not true. Election day is 7A to 7P. Early voting, listen, early voting must be at least 9A to 5P, but may optionally be at the discretion of the supervisor of elections in that community, 7A to 7P. It's fine. It's up to them. But at the minimum, it establishes minimums for early voting while expanding the number of days available to early vote. Personally, I would be in favor of doing away with all drop boxes, excuse-only mail-in ballots, absentee ballots. If you're going to be out of the country, if you're going to be away on business, that's fine. If you have a doctor's order, that's fine. But you've got to provide that. I personally would be in favor of that in turn for a month of early voting. But you got to vote in person, and you got to bring ID. So... Joe Biden continues to lie and and propagate this false idea. The mainstream media happy to oblige. It's not true. It's not in the law. If if you think I'm wrong, prove me wrong. As Ace Ventura would say, I dare you. You can't. You can't prove me wrong because I'm right. I know what the law says. 
So here are consequences. Joe Biden, in an interview on ESPN, that's about the only place Joe can conduct an interview. Come on, man. Sports. <laughs> no hard-hitting questions there. He is going to support the idea of the Major League Baseball game being taken away from Atlanta because of the new Georgia election law. The All-Star game, right. Is, is, what did I say? Major League Baseball game. The, the I'm sorry. Game. Yeah, the all-star game. I think that today's professional athletes are acting incredibly responsibly, and I would support them in doing that. Responsibly? Professional athletes as a group, not individually, are among the most irresponsible people in our culture. And I'll remind you that the Bron Brons of this world wouldn't have a chance to be what they are, a business empire, were it not in America. Ain't going to happen in China. Not going to happen in the Israeli basketball leagues or the Russian basketball leagues. You'll make some coin if you're that good. Yeah. You're not going to be an empire. Not going to happen. Talking about biting the hand that feeds you. So Joe Biden is encouraging Major League Baseball to yank the All-Star game from the ATL because he doesn't like the Georgia law that he's lying about. The problem in America is sin. Joe's a liar. That's a problem. And we're all suffering 46 minutes after the hour. Okay, kind of put a uh, lid on the show here today. Get your mind around this as uh, Facebook has now removed a video of an interview with former President Trump conducted by his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, or Lara, saying any content in the voice of Donald Trump would be scrubbed from the platform, and that includes Instagram. So they have sent out letters to anyone connected to Trump. Trump officials were sent an email from Facebook warning that any content posted on Facebook and Instagram in the voice of President Trump is not currently allowed on our platforms, including new posts with President Trump speaking and warned that it will be removed if posted, resulting in additional limitations on accounts that posted it. This guidance applies to all campaign accounts and pages, including Team Trump, other campaign messaging vehicles on our platforms, and former surrogates. Facebook, Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. Get off them. I, I just... This is incredible. Guy's not in the office anymore. This is so 
This is so pre-Nazi Germany. Absolutely. It's horrifying. And I think we're at a stage where that's not an exaggeration. No. A few years ago, I would have been like, ah, let's... Back off the hyperbole, Preston. Yeah, benefit of the doubt. Like, let's give it some time. You know, President Trump was just elected. We'll see if this... Never died down. No, it is ramped up. It's bad. I'm not calling for a boycott. I'm just telling you this is what's happening on Facebook. It's up to you to decide what you need to do. You know, it's just like if if you don't like what I have to say, there's all kinds of radio programs out there. If you don't like what Facebook does, there's all kinds of ways to market your business if you rely on it for your business. There's all kinds of ways to 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 support free speech. But this is insanity. An interview with a former president because you didn't like him. Anthony Fauci's been wrong about everything with the COVID vaccine. We censoring him? You realize the people that Facebook allows to post messages? Okay, I'm done. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less. Steve Stewart joined us. We went through a list of things, including Nikki Freed having to answer the door for for her boyfriend being served papers. And, And how this is not a major news story. Hey, Florida journalists, do your job. How about you do your job? The only people covering this story with documents and discovery. Tallahassee reports. Unbelievable. Talk to Dr. Steve Steverson. Get your dogs out. If you got fatty, fat dogs, start to exercise them slowly. Don't use retractable leashes. Use six to eight feet so you can be in control of your dog. Let them sniff around a little bit. Let their curiosity stimulate their brains. That's what they are. They're dogs. Talk to Mike Howell from the Heritage Foundation. We agreed it's not a surge on the southern border. It's an invasion. It is an invasion. Talked about the Gallup poll, which suggests that uh, for the first time in nearly 100 years, fewer than 50% of Americans claim any religious affiliation. Well, that explains a lot. Tomorrow, it's Friday. We'll do it all over again. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. 
on the right. That's for Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right.